Alan Stevenson, the founder of Southern Tide, was on his estate with his girlfriend, an estate built to look like a German castle, when Matthew Whitman trespassed onto his property. It was around 9.15 a.m. when Alan saw Matthew in his yard. Matthew was asked to leave, but refused to. An altercation quickly ensued, and Alan's girlfriend dialed 911. Greenville 911, what's the location of your emergency? Um, 229 Altamont Road. Do you need police, fire, or EMS? Police. Police? And what's wrong? We have a, um, a trespasser. He's on our property, and he won't leave. Do you know who the person is? No, but he's wearing... He's just walking around, and I think he's either drunk or something, because he's just walking around, and we asked him to leave, and is he's, this, like, making it. Is this person white, black, or Hispanic? White. What does he have on? He has a blue, um, he has a mustache and a blue, like, uh, beanie and a big, big jacket. Big jacket, what color? What color jacket? What color what? Jacket. Um, it's like a, a black, black or navy, and he's wearing light colored jeans. I mean, he's literally just standing in our yard, like, smoking a cigarette. Alan, stop! Anyone there have a weapon? Yes, Alan does, the, the guy who owns the property. All right, can you just come inside? He's not trying to break in, is he? No. Alan, Alan, we need to go inside. This is what they're saying. Now. Let the officer handle it, okay? Okay. Okay, so the homeowner, his name is Alan, what's his last name? Stevenson. And he's wearing, this guy's wearing, um, like a plaid. Alan! Is this a handgun? Yes. Ma'am, is this a handgun that Alan has? What did you say? Does Alan have a handgun? Um, no, I think it's a shotgun. Is he firing it? He's not going to shoot him. He shot it up into the air? Yeah. Stay on the line, please. Okay. Okay. Can you tell Alan to come inside? What's the man doing? Alan! Get inside! Right now! That's what the police are saying. Get inside! Get inside! Has no! Come! Right now! I'm serious! <clears throat> We've had someone, we had someone break in recently, and um, so we are, like, really scared to even stay here. Tell me your name, ma'am. Um, Patricia Walker. Did Alan come into the house yet? No. Alan! What's Alan. the guy doing? Huh? What's he doing? What's, what's the man that's in your yard doing? He's walking with him. He's walking with Alan now? Yeah. Alan! Where are they walking? Um, okay, this guy just put out a gun. The guy that's in our yard, he just... Sam, <laughs> what's he doing? <laughs> Ma'am, is he shooting the man? Yeah, he shot him. I 
Ma'am, we're getting an ambulance. <laughs> oh, you go inside. I'm sorry. Oh, you're so working for me. I'm sorry. I shouldn't. I shouldn't do it. I know I can do it. Oh, my God. Hello? Hello? Yes, sir. What? I just, I just killed a man. I'm sorry. Okay, what made you want to discharge your gun to hurt him? He pulled a knife out and came at me. He had his hand in his pocket and he kept getting closer and closer. He got to be about two feet away. He pulled a knife out. He came at me with it and I shot him several times. All right. I need you to secure your weapon. I, I did. Where is it now? It, it's on the ground right here. I'm standing next to it. I'm going to keep you on the phone until the deputy gets there, okay? Yeah, please, please send a deputy. I'll be waiting right here. We've got a deputy and EMS. I need you to stay on the phone. Yes, ma'am. Did he threaten you with the knife? Sir, did he make a threat with the knife? Yes, he did. He did. He pulled the knife out. He came at me like it was a stabbing motion from about two feet away. Okay. I was scared for my life, I can assure you. And before he did it, I said, all right, fine, you can stay, you can stay. Because as he kept getting closer with his hand in his pocket saying, I'm not leaving, I'm just taking a walk. I realized he was threatening just by coming up close with his hand in his pocket. I didn't know if he had a gun or a knife. And then when he produced the knife, when he produced the knife and came a few feet from me with a stabbing type motion. Okay, why didn't you come into the house, sir? Why didn't you come into the house? We I was trying to come into the house and he I was trying to come into the house and he placed himself between me and the way into the house. My girlfriend kept calling saying, Come into the house and I said, Okay, I'm coming. I'm just gonna stand here for a second. Did he say anything to you at all? Uh, ma'am? Did the man say anything to you? I uh, hold on I think you please repeat it. Did the man do anything what? When he pulled the knife, did he say anything threatening to you? He said nothing. He just used, he pointed, he extended the knife towards me. He extended the knife towards me in a stabbing type motion from a few feet away and kept advancing at me. I, I, I can tell you for certain that I, I would have been stabbed if he continued to do what he was doing. And they're stepping up with a knife going. All right, so you've laid the shotgun down. Is the man, do you know if the man is breathing? He was trying to stab me. What are you Man, sir, Alan. I tried to see if he got between me and the lady. Alan. I didn't want to know. Alan. Alan. I know it's chaotic, but try to stay calm, okay? Do you know if the man is breathing? He's not. Do you know I've what part a, of the I've body? I shot him a bunch of times. What part of the body? It was a, I had a shotgun. No, what part of the body did you shoot him? Um, I don't know. It was just a shotgun. I just shot, 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 and then he was motionless. Can you come inside and shut the door, please? Don't go back I, I did. I didn't try to shut the door. I just went outside to try to answer your question. Where is the shotgun? I need to know where that is before my deputy It's on the pulls. floor next to the front door. Is it the front door? Do you have any other weapons in your hand? I do not. All right. Stay on the line, please. All right. When the officer gets there, he's going to ask you to put your hands up. Yes, ma'am. That's and what okay. do you have on? What color shirt and pants? I have on no shirt. I have on... 
camouflage pajama pants. Did the man come into your yard at all, or he just stood at the edge of the yard? He was trying to stab him. Sir, sir, stay calm. Sir, stay calm, okay? You're doing good. Stay calm. I'm going to let you know when the officer pulls up. Okay. And um, you wait for the officer to come up. He needs to secure that shotgun first. Of course. You, what does your house look like? What color? Um, it looks, it is a granite house. Granite it, house. It resembles a castle. The solicitor's office revealed that Allen had fired seven shots in total. Two were warning shots and five were directed at Matthew. A shot to the torso is what killed Matthew. What followed was a publicized investigation with the central question being whether or not Allen could be prosecuted given South Carolina's Stand Your Ground law. This law protected Allen because he was on his own property and was merely defending himself from being attacked by a trespasser with a knife. The Whitman family expressed disappointment at this development, but whatever was wrong with Matthew, his own family had sought police protection because of threatening behavior Matthew was exhibiting. According to the report of the incident, the police arrived at the scene to find Matthew holding a knife. Julie Young, aged 36, was the loving mother of two sons, one aged 13 and the other aged 10. She was a domestic violence support worker and was involved in a tumultuous relationship with Cedric Jones, a man who lived away from her. She was six months pregnant with their child. One day, Julie's mother and son came home and found a gruesome scene. Julie's body was laying on the floor. It looked to Julie's mother like her daughter had been stabbed. Cedric's car was outside and she was sure he was still in the house. Let's address the emergency. Hello? 922 Red Oak. Hello? 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 Can you hear me? I can hear you, honey. What's going on? Look, I think my daughter's been stabbed on the floor. Dad, here, please. Right now. Your daughter's, on, your daughter's on the floor. Is she breathing? Yes. I don't know. You don't Please. know? No, I'm afraid to go in because somebody else is here. Please just come here. What? What? No. Can you tell what happened? No, I can't. And I've got my grandson here with me. Okay. Please. Medina? Yes. I thought she said it looked like her daughter was stabbed. That's it okay. Is. Please come now, now. How old is your daughter? How old is your daughter? How? Thirty-six. Okay, it's okay, honey. No, it's okay. Sweetheart, we're okay. Oh my God! Come now, please. We're getting them going, honey. Oh, okay, they're coming. They're coming. You're gonna have to tell, see if you can tell me if she's breathing or not. Oh, I'm afraid to go in. You're afraid. No, is there anybody else there with you, honey, that can check to see if she's breathing? Honey, I, I can't understand. There's nobody there beside you and the, and the baby? 
my grandson is here. Okay. The man still would have done this. I don't know, honey. His car is here. Whose car? Whose car is there? The man who would have done this. And it's there in the driveway? Yes. What's the plate number on it? Hold on. Okay. Hold on now. I'm right here. 9487. They're on their way. Uh, uh, they're on their way. My questions are not keeping them from responding. They're on their way. They're on their way. Julie is in there on the floor. Somebody's in there. I can't breathe. No, I have to stay here. Is there so are you talking to somebody else, honey? Yeah, somebody in the neighborhood. Somebody she, she has no idea. She came home, she's laying on the phone. Yeah, and there's nobody there besides her and her grandson. Oh my god, seriously, how much longer can this take? They're on their way, honey. They're going as fast as they can, I know. Well that's not fast enough. And you have no idea and nobody's around, you have no idea? No. What kind of car is that in your driveway? Uh, hold on, hold on, honey. It's a Chevy Cavalier. It's gold. It's old. Gold. It's an old one, golden color. Okay. I'm pregnant. I know. She's pregnant. Would you She's pregnant, too? Hurry up. They're on their way. How, how far along? How far along was she? How far along is she? Six months. Somebody coming. Can you can you tell me where she was stabbed at? In the back. It looks like she's lying on the floor. In her back. The battery was open. Maybe he ran out. I don't know. Okay. It was unlocked. It was unlocked, I know. Okay, honey, just stay right here. Okay, okay. Okay, I'm going to hang up. Thank you. Okay, honey, they're on their way. Bye. Officers arrived at the home at 2.15 p.m. and identified Cedric, who had shot himself, as the killer. At that point, a motive was unclear, although there was news that Julie and Cedric were on and off and their relationship was unstable. In the aftermath of the tragedy, Julie's father revealed that Cedric Jones did not want to have the baby. I don't know if this is his way of dealing with it, he said. We'll never know. He added that Julie's children would now be with their father. In honor of Julie, a candlelight vigil was held at Medina's public square. Jacob Ohl, a high school senior who thrived in his honor classes and played bass for the school band, was walking along the train tracks when his mother says he sensed a train approaching. He did not hear it as he had earbuds in. There were no warning signs to ensure pedestrians kept a safe distance for passing plans, nor was there a fence. The train's engineer and conductor saw Jacob when he was 1,000 feet away, but did not signal a warning. They did not even break. The train struck him. Immediately after, he called 911. 
He was in shock from what had just happened to him. What's the location of your emergency? Um, I just got hit by a train. Okay, where are you? I'm, uh, I'm off the path of the park in downtown Melbourne. Okay, were you walking or were you driving? No, I was walking. Okay, but you're okay? Like, you sound like you're... No. Okay, are you still on the tracks? No. Is there anybody around you that you can I don't see flag down? No. no. Okay. Hold on a second. I'm going to try and figure out where you are, okay? Okay. And you're off the track, correct? Yes. Okay. How old are you, sir? 17. And what part of your body was hurt? My legs. Okay. Are they broken? I think it cut them off. It cut him off? Yes. Okay. Where were you walking along? You were on, um... I was just off the, the path in the park. Okay, but you don't remember which park you were at? No. I just know I was in downtown Melbourne. I'm by the, uh, garden. Okay, hold on one second. And there's a trail that you were walking on? Yes, and I went off it. Onto the track? Yes. Okay. You weren't trying to hurt yourself, were you? No, no. Okay. How were you approaching the tracks when it happened? Were you just walking up to it, or...? Uh, yes, I was, I was just walking up to it. Okay. Did you sit on the tracks, or...? No, I... <laughs> I, like, fell, like, under it. Almost. Paramedics arrived at the scene and immediately tended to the bleeding, which likely saved Jacob's life. He was then rushed to Gwinnett Medical Center. A family friend subsequently set up a GoFundMe page that accumulated over $35,000 to aid Jacob's family with medical bills. According to the page, after being taken out of the ICU, Jacob began his physical and occupational therapy. His father has said that his son says he heard the train behind him. He does not remember exactly if he jumped, fell, or was knocked out of the way just in time. He is sure that the train never sounded its whistle. Despite the tragedy, his family feels lucky that he is alive. Jacob later got accepted into college and secured a job at a landscaping company. After leaving the hospital, his family revealed that both legs are healing well and he is mostly pain-free except for the phantom pains. <laughs> 